Good evening and welcome to the Lockdown Winnipeg Jets podcast, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Harrison Lee, an avid Winnipeg Jets fan and an online blogger. You can follow me on Twitter at HLLivingLoco and follow us on the podcast Twitter at LO underscore Winnipeg Jets. As always, be sure to follow and subscribe on your favorite platform of choice, including Spotify, Google, the Megaphone app, and Apple. Subscribing is free and keeps you up to date on the latest and greatest in Winnipeg Jets news and analysis. On tonight's episode, we're going to be taking a bit of a hockey break and going for a more fun topic, which I thought might be a little bit of a cool change of pace. And uh, this topic is going to be what are the best sports games in general? A couple of weeks ago, I talked about what the best hockey games were. But, you know, with everything that's happened and and maybe the, the limited nature of the hockey game market, I thought, well, maybe it'd be cool to highlight some sports games that maybe aren't hockey related or or, inco- or incorporate some aspects of hockey, but might be novel enough for you to give a shot. So the first one we're going to start with, of course, is Rocket League, and this one really doesn't need any introduction. Rocket League has remained one of the steadfast, most popular competitive sports games around by combining soccer and rocket-powered cars, occasionally with hockey. Um, I think there's a basketball mode. There's all sorts of customization options and unique game modes, plus tournaments, a pro esports competitive league, you name it, it's out there, and it's all pretty cool. I mean, Rocket League has such a really, I guess, rabid fan base, and they have tons of music sponsorships, they have an ever-expanding Monster Cat soundtrack. It's just a blast to play with your friends, and there's a pretty thriving esports scene that you can definitely follow on Twitch and stuff, so I would say that as far as one of the more accessible but very, very deep and strategically taxing games... As you develop more of a, uh, a familiarity with the mechanics, Rocket League is one of those kinds of games where the more time that you pour into it, the more it'll give back to you. On the vein of car racing, I think you have to talk about Assetto Corsa as being one of the best, I guess, Italian racing sims out there. It has an unflinching commitment to realism, although you can scale it a bit. It has incredible visual presentation. It has a very deep library of Italian cars like Ferraris and stuff, and it's definitely among one of the really highly regarded racing games in general. There aren't many racing sims out there that people tend to, to talk a lot about, but Assetto Corsa consistently gets rated as one of the best available sims out there. One that is even more niche than Assetto Corsa, but continues to have one of the most thriving online communities is iRacing, because iRacing has, if, if, if Assetto Corsa has like what I might call an unflinching commitment to realism, iRacing is actually as close to the real thing as you can get without really uh, stepping into a vehicle and, and racing yourself. It is so realistic that people tend to use it, like professional race drivers will use it for training and practice in between actual races and uh, visualizations because it it does all of the visualization work and actually has real-world physics and things like that, along with a very active community and quite a few professional drivers racing just with, you know, an entire online framework and a backend that really supports the whole thing. So iRacing maintains one of the most dedicated, devoted racing communities around. It's definitely not an easy thing to get into, and it's a monthly subscription, but I think as far as racing games go, that's like the highest tier you can really get. I, of course, will always hold out some, you know, hope that there's going to be another Burnout game, because Burnout for me was like one of the franchises that I grew up with. There have been a few games like Burnout, like I think Dangerous Driving would probably count as something like that, but Burnout itself has never really been replicated, and I feel like even the later entries in that franchise weren't as good. 
If EA ever goes back to Burnout, I would absolutely love it because I think that Need for Speed has tried to go away to a more, I guess, realistic version of that, but Burnout itself was, to me, the much better franchise. Way more fun, lots more explosions, and just a really action-packed racing game that, to this day, people haven't gotten the formula right to. If you are somebody who has never played Burnout, I think Burnout Paradise is a very fun introduction to the franchise. It's not new, it's definitely on the older side, and you'll kind of see uh, some of the rougher edges just from the age of it, but it's a really cool, really fun, really action-packed, very pretty game, even though it's like almost 10 years old now, I think. Ubisoft put out something recently that's kind of like Burnout Paradise, but I think is not nearly as good, and it's The Crew. And The Crew is like an MMO with a lot more strategic depth and RPG elements, as well as some like loot boxing and stuff where you kind of unlock parts and things and progressively upgrade your cars. I've never played it, so I can't really speak to its quality, but I know a lot of people have played The Crew too and said it's pretty decent. It's just not my cup of tea. I like MMOs, but I, I think The Crew is kind of a niche MMO that doesn't really fit my particular vein of interest, and I hear that some people aren't a big fan of it, so in my opinion, I can skip it. For those of you who are more musically inclined, there are a few music game options that are actually car-themed, and I think my favorite one, uh, before the servers kind of took a bit of a hit, is um, it's called Riff Racer, I believe, and Riff Racer is fun. It actually maps out soundtracks and stuff and creates like obstacle courses for you to drive along and collect points. It's pretty entertaining, and you can also upload your own soundtracks and stuff, and it used to, when the servers were active, would actually upload your results if you introduced a new song, and then it would put the data on like a massive online leaderboard. It was always neat to see which of my obscure song choices and selections would end up being ones that somebody hasn't actually played before, because you know, guaranteed you'll have some new stuff that um, other folks haven't really listened to or, or played yet. There's a more generically named one called Music Racer that has kind of supplanted Riff Racer. I think that uh, Music Racer is honestly not as polished and a little bit rougher around the edges, but it does have a really neat feature of being able to import uh, audio from YouTube and converting it into game soundtracks, which Riff Racer could never do. And I think that having that option makes it, especially for like a $2.50 purchase when it's on sale, a really fantastic option if you're looking for something to kind of pass the time and have some really cool visualizations. I will say that if you're photosensitive or an epileptic, it's probably not the kind of game to purchase because there's a lot of flashes and a lot of movement, and sometimes it's actually just hard to see what's going on because there's so much on-screen distor distortion and you know shifting camera angles and different things like that. If I had motion sickness, I would have been puking half the game. But it is fun when it's uh, when it's functional. There's like a cinematic mode if you just want to watch the visualizations along to your favorite songs. So if you're some looking for something a little more down-tempo and don't want to have to try and combat all of the game's obstacles, you can just kind of surf along and watch and enjoy all of the weird sights the game will produce for you. If you want something that's a little slower paced and more, shall we say, managerial friendly, there are quite a few options for you, even those in the hockey industry. Uh, franchise Hockey Manager and Eastside Hockey Manager have remained steadfast franchise entries for people who are looking for the armchair general sim of their dreams. I would say that uh, Franchise Hockey Manager definitely has a bit of a learning curve, and I'm not particularly good at it. There's a lot of tactical stuff that you can adjust, um, budget management, contract signing, a lot of details and nitty-gritty details that a game like NHL is usually skipped over. I can't remember if this is from the same team, but I think the one that's always the most popular series from these management sims is, of course, Football Manager. Um, no management sports simulation thing 
really has the mass appeal that Football Manager does. Football Manager lets you customize everything from your arrangement on the pitch, the shape of your uh, soccer team formation, individual in-game tactics, uh, behaviors of players. It's really very detailed and it can get overwhelming if you're not used to it. And there's also a lot of scouting and stuff that you can do. It also is a little more Spartan for those who are hoping for something that has a bit of a flashy presentation. None of these football and hockey management sims tend to have a really nice looking user interface or even 3D representation of the games themselves. It's definitely one of those more grindier, uh, information-based kind of things with a lot of data, number plots, and all that kind of stuff. So if you're not into that, probably skip it. Motorsport Manager is kind of similar. I think that there's a little bit more, I don't know, uh, a more interesting, entertaining interface. I think that there's more human drama, some like story elements and stuff. It's also kind of in a domain that has a bit of a niche interest, and that's motorsports. But if you like open-wheel racing and stuff, I think Folk Motorsport Manager is going to be a fun thing for you. There's like a mobile phone version that's relatively inexpensive and a nice entry point for those who kind of want to dip their toes in without going like 20 or $30 on PC or something for the main Motorsport Manager sim. If you'd rather play like an actual football game where you can control the players and stuff, I guess you could technically do FIFA. I'd recommend skipping FIFA 20 because this year FIFA is just a totally broken game. I used to complain about NHL all the time, but never have I experienced a game with so many issues and online performance errors, missed content, um, just flat out mistakes from the company. All of that has been coming from FIFA 20 this season, and it's been a total disaster, and like the online play is just miserable. So stay clear of FIFA 20 if you can. People are more gravitating towards Pez right now, which is Pro Evolution Soccer from Konami, and I, I kind of like Pez. It's a very different kind of game than FIFA. I would say that FIFA's more fast-paced, more fun, more action-packed, um, a little more dramatic and stuff. Pez is very manual in a lot of respects, and it's a much slower-paced, much grindier, less uh, open game. I think it has a, a significantly steeper learning curve, and it's definitely not the kind of thing where you can just pick up and play it immediately. I kind of like it though. I think it's a nice change of pace and I like the passing a lot more than what FIFA has to offer and I feel like the defending is, it's not perfect, but it's certainly better than what FIFA's doing right now. So if you want a football sim that's entertaining, Pez kind of looks to be up your alley. If you're one of those people who likes your, your sports with a bit of anime, there is kind of a funny option coming up in the next couple of months. I'm not sure what time of year, but it will be coming soon. And that game is a Captain Tsubasa game, and if anyone has ever seen Captain Tsubasa, you know that it takes like six episodes to make a single pass on the field. I wish I was joking, but it's not all that far off. The Captain Tsubasa game looks, from the early footage, kind of silly, kind of fun. I feel like it's going to be a very entertaining take. If you were okay with like old-time hockey and super blood hockey, which are more arcadey takes on the genre than Captain Tsubasa might be up your alley. If you've yet to see footage, the closest thing I can say that you would understand is it's basically Dragon Ball Z meets football, and it's a really funny, funny thing to watch. I would say that it's probably one of the most unique sports games to come out. I can't believe that they're actually making it. I'm very glad that they are, because it's like a super niche interest, and I feel like it's one of those things where only a certain subset of people will buy it, but the people that buy it are going to flip and love it, and I feel like... I'm going to be one of those people who doesn't even care if the game itself sucks or the, the gameplay is bad or, you know, the presentation is kind of trash. I, I just think the novelty of it and the way that they present it and the cell shading 
and the ridiculousness of it all. It just looks like the exact kind of thing that I would absolutely adore. There is another one that I'm keeping an eye on that uh, there's a closed alpha going on for it. Uh, it's coming from Ubisoft and it's called Roller Champions. And if you've never seen Roller Derby, it's a bunch of people on roller skates um, moving around an arena. Um, they're usually jockeying for position to try and accomplish some goal. In this case, you're trying to score with a ball through a hoop and a couple of other things. It looks like fun. Roller Derby is a very chaotic physical sport, and you have all sorts of positions and stuff, um, a good amount of team communication and strategy. Actually, where I'm from in Baltimore, it's kind of a big deal and, and has like a, I guess, a longer history, especially with a, a lot of women teams that tend to play around here. I'm not really big into roller derby myself, I haven't really watched all that much of it, but even I'm kind of intrigued by roller champions and I'm totally down to give it a shot. I think it looks like fun and it's the kind of thing that I'd definitely be down to try. It's free to play and looks like fun. A lot of action. I'm sure there's going to be a burgeoning esports scene around it. It's very attractive, very flashy, and uh, I'm down for a new experience that isn't FIFA at this point. What is a positive experience is advertising with the Locked On Podcast Network. If you've been a listener of this podcast, you've no doubt heard about all of the great advertisers currently partnered with Locked On to reach sports fans around the world. What you may not know is that Locked On Winnipeg Jets is the perfect way for your local business to reach passionate Jets fans just like you. Unlike any other podcast, Locked On gives your local company the unique ability to reach local podcast listeners on a routine basis. Our listeners are dedicated, hardcore, and passionate. If your company wants to connect with Jets fans who are predominantly male, well-educated, and with disposable income, then feel free to drop us a line at Locked On. Local fans love to support local businesses, and we love to support you. To find out more, text the word ADVERTISING to 33777 or visit LockedOnPodcasts.com slash advertising. Our team will work with you step-by-step to achieve the greatest level of Locked On advertising success. Once again, text the word ADVERTISING to 33777 or visit LockedOnPodcasts.com slash advertising. We look forward to hearing from you soon. The final sports games on the, tonight's list are going to be more on the niche side, and these are games that I can't wholeheartedly recommend for a variety of reasons, mostly because a lot of them are kind of budget and super niche, and honestly, the quality is not quite on par with what you'd expect from like AAA releases. I have a habit of picking up these bad games where I kind of enjoy it anyways because they fulfill some sort of odd sports niche in, in fandom that you know, most games don't really cover or even touch. And I think nothing really epitomizes this quite like the handball franchise. And if you've ever seen handball, handball is kind of a funny sport because it's really intense. Um, the rules are kind of odd. It's definitely big in Europe and Asia, but not so much in North America. And and like North America has, I guess, like curling and a couple of other major sports. But um, overseas handball is a much bigger deal. In Scandinavia, it's like a huge, huge sport. The handball games are kind of janky and not particularly good. I think that in a lot of respects there's like a weird mechanical clunky nature to it and it's because the game's engine's kind of old, the passing feels very rigid, the shooting doesn't really make any sense, the goaltending is not great. Look, I think if you're if you're thinking that this is like a, a AAA title or anything like that, no, it's like a $5 fun time killer thing if you've never seen handball. It's not the kind of game that you go into thinking and expecting it's going to be a really high-end experience, because it's not. What it is is sort of an entertaining distraction and kind of a unique take on it, but I don't know. If you have any sort of interest in handball, I think that this is the kind of thing that you should at least give a shot. It's kind of fun. It's kind of unique. It's very different, and I think it's interesting. It's not great, but I do enjoy it. On that same line of thinking, there is another game that is also very niche and also kind of bad, and I think it's probably only semi-functional half the time, but 
spike volleyball. It's okay. It's an indoor volleyball game of which there are very few sorts of volleyball games to begin with. And indoor volleyball is just notoriously, I, I guess, left out because first off, it's a niche sport as it is, but it's also very hard to model in game. Spike does a very bad job of explaining what the mechanics are as well as how to adjust tactics and what your formations and rotations are. So if you've never played indoor volleyball, don't really know the rules or anything, it's a bit of a learning curve. And the game itself doesn't really, I guess, work all that well. Blocks are kind of weird. Serves are a little floaty. Um, some some defensive issues kind of happen where a ball will sort of drop in front of a defender and they never seem to pick it up. I will be the first to confess that Spike is extremely janky, but I have a very big soft spot for it for some reason, and I can't really tell you why. I just enjoy it. I find it fun. It's kind of a, a cheap $20 game that I picked up, and I, I kind of enjoy it. It's bad, but it's, you know, it is what it is. From the same publisher, though, they do have one thing called uh, Australian Open Tennis Number 2. The first one people aren't really high on, but AO2 seems to have uh, gotten very good critical reception. Tennis games are, are few and far between as far as good quality ones are. Tennis Elbow tends to be one of the most hyped simulators, but the presentation is pretty spartan. I myself tried this publisher's previous attempt with uh, what we would call Tennis World Tour, and it is not exactly... Well, honestly, it's just a bad game. AO World Tennis kind of... Or AO Tennis 2 tries to rectify everything that World Tennis Tour got wrong by hewing more towards... I don't know if you've ever played Top Spin 4, but Top Spin is heralded as one of the most balanced, accessible tennis kind of sims out there with some arcadey mechanics. This kind of borrows from that in an attempt to rekindle that spirit, and for the most part everyone says it does a pretty good job. One of the last kind of obscure sports games we're going to cover is Casey Powell Lacrosse, which has two entries in the series. Casey Powell Lacrosse is kind of funny because I don't know that anyone knows it really exists. Lacrosse is a very popular sport here in North America, but for some reason there are just no video games about it, which is funny because you would think with the amount of young people that do play it and how popular video games are, you might imagine like a lacrosse game would be more, I guess, prevalent. Surprisingly though, Casey Powell Lacrosse remains the only, at least the only entry that I know of as far as any sort of lacrosse sims are concerned. And the game functions a bit like hockey or like one of the NHL franchises. So if you've played NHL, it's probably a bit more accessible to you. That said, it definitely has a few uh, idiosyncrasies and in a lot of respects, it's not as um, stable or, well, it doesn't function quite as well. It's a little bit hitchy, a little bit clunky, but as far as anything else is concerned, you're not really going to get a better option. So I think that Casey LaPau Cross for what it is, um, not bad, not a bad game at all. It's actually pretty solid. The mechanics work for the most part. The presentation isn't bad. It's just a, a pretty well-rounded entry. If you are on mobile, there is one other fun option that you might take a look at, and it is Ultimate Rivals, which is coming out in the near future on other platforms from what I understand. Ultimate Rivals is, uh, it's basically NHL's threes, but with a lot more superpowers, special effects, arcade action, and it also features athletes from all of these different sports that are, you know, beyond just hockey, so you can have, like, LeBron James, I think Lamar Jackson, and Alexander Ovechkin on the same line. I don't think Lamar was in the demo that I played, but I wouldn't be surprised if a guy like him or another NFL MVP made it in. It's kind of fun seeing all of these world-class, world-famous players. I think there was John Carlos Stanton in the demo I played, and John Carlos Stanton has a superpower where he can, he can kind of 
numb your goaltender by shooting a bunch of baseballs at him. So it's definitely a, a more creative take on the typical sports game entry. And it's definitely one that if you have the, a bit of hard drive space on your phone or whatever, it's, it's fun to just kind of download and give a shot. So thanks again for listening. Hope you guys found some really fun sports games for you guys to check out. Hopefully there's something that uh, caters to your niche interests. Uh, thanks for listening again. Have a great night and go Jets go.